My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Weekly Horoscope from September 28th through October 5th, Monday to Monday. During this week, Saturn is going direct, finally. It's been retrograde for several months now, and Mars is continuing its retrograde from Aries back into Pisces. We're firmly now getting into this new period with Rahu and Ketu, and we'll talk all about that on today's episode. Real quick, the Quiet Mind membership is closing enrollment this week. It's only open for one week to enroll. It's an amazing community of people all over the world, and we do yoga practices in there. And based on a new monthly core competency of yoga, so starting next month, actually just a couple of days, we'll be focusing on Ayurveda. So it's one of the Vedic sciences. Yoga, Ayurveda, Vedic astrology all work very synergistically together in understanding our lives, our minds, our bodies, and the greater purpose of our life. So Ayurveda is one of my favorite tools, which I don't talk about much here on the podcast or on my yoga podcast, but that's where I'll be diving into it in the membership over the next month, creating routines, diets, habits, knowing your dosha, your type. Very helpful, very cool stuff. And each month there's a new theme inside the membership. And this is the lowest price it will ever be again. So the price will open or go back up in uh, December when we open again for the winter season. So last chance to enroll in the Quiet Mind membership if you want yoga practices, amazing community, and uh, yoga videos. There's 80 plus videos archived and all the different styles of yoga in there. And there's even a little workshop on planetary mudras. And there will be more stuff about Vedic astrology in there in the future. So today, we're focusing on what's happening astrologically. So this week begins with Saturn going direct. What have you learned about your structures, your routines, your habits, all the way back to when Saturn first entered Capricorn on January 24th, when this pandemic started to kick off? What has happened in your life? Mars has been going retrograde now for a little while, and it's going all the way back to Pisces. What have you done when you're at your best? What actions need reviewing? What do you need to change? What have you initiated this year that needs reviewing over the past two years since Mars last went retrograde? So this week is an opportunity now to move forward on your structures. I'll share for me personally, this means <clears throat> setting up a more consistent morning routine. So, right, so Saturn is all about routines, discipline, structures, and it rewards hard work and discipline and patience. So the yogic perspective of when there's an obstacle, limitation, a challenge, you feel defeated, you feel like restricted, like restrained, like you're not getting to do what you want. This is Saturn trying to teach you a lesson. And the yogic perspective is awesome. This is an opportunity to learn and grow. And I will be able to manage this because God, the universe, source energy always gives us exactly what we can handle, nothing more and nothing less. So if it's arising, if it's happening, it's meant to be there. If it's difficult, if it's terrible, if it seems inconceivably difficult and challenging. Saturn and Capricorn, especially with Pluto, uh, with Saturn this year, right now Pluto's back with Sagittarius, but it's about to go forward again soon, back with Saturn. So these obstacles this year have been very difficult, very challenging. And as we've looked back in previous episodes, every 30 years, Saturn's in Capricorn. 
And you look back through all those periods, especially when Saturn was with Pluto, major change. The last time Saturn was with Pluto in Capricorn was around 1776 in the American Revolution. Massive change. But every time Saturn's in Capricorn, every 30 years, we go back through history, there is some sort of either stock market recession or even all the way back to the Great Depression, which was at its uh, peak during Saturn and Capricorn. So this is a time where there are limitations and it's going to continue still until 2022 in April. That's when things will significantly shift. But as I've also said in previous episodes talking about this pandemic, it would shift in September when the K2 and Rahu have moved. And we are seeing a shift. Florida just this week opened up its restrictions and there has been a decrease in uh, COVID stuff. I'm not going to get into all that. That's very, very polarizing. But the CDC itself has shown 99.99% more uh, survival rate. Uh, it's very low uh, amount of deaths actually from COVID. So specifically from COVID alone, and most of those are in the elderly population and very unfortunately uh, more affecting people of color. And this is, these are all symbols of Saturn. Saturn represents old age and people of color and people with limited resources and limitations, right? And these are the populations most affected by this pandemic. Unfortunately, it's a terrible thing, uh, but we can see that from the astrological perspective and we can do our best to work with these energies to say, okay, what can Saturn represent on the positive side of things? And what can we make the most of this? So Saturn's been going backwards now for a while and it's starting to move forward. So we're starting to get these opportunities to create new structures. What new structures can we create in our approach to health and wellness? Do you have a habit that you know helps you feel your best and optimal health? If you are one of these people of older age, particularly older male of color, right? this is the most uh, negatively affected by COVID and this is signified by Saturn and Capricorn uh, with Pluto there. So uh, major challenges and it's not to make light of anything or say, oh, it's just astrology, whatever. It still means we, we need to do our best to manage the situation and make the most of this opportunity to learn and grow from the situation. And there are there is movement. And as I've looked back through history with the Rahu and Ketu, where they are right now, the nodes of the moon, uh, there has been major social reform right in the 60s. Uh, as I'll talk about in the Rahu Ketu episode, there was major uh, civil rights movement. So major uh, bills passed. So that's going to happen in this phase over the next 18 months. And there will be reform and social justice. And it will hopefully bring opportunities for health to people who need it. And ultimately, in my perspective, I, I think health is something we need to manage internally and, and use external uh, sources and authority figures as little as possible. From doing things like yoga, meditation, optimal diet, routines, Ayurvedic practices, which are all based on herbs, and if you look back through the history of Western medicine, and I say this working with medical doctors and having great reverence and respect for medical doctors, uh, but the Western medical system is largely based on drugs and surgery, and it's you can't uh, patent herbs. So herbs, natural remedies, natural cures, uh, these things are not as well integrated, and you, you will never see that on the news in the uh, mainstream coverage of the pandemic. 
it's it's all about the vaccine and we need to make a drug, right? Uh, but if we look through human health and history, we've done just fine with viruses. Viruses are part of the human experience. Uh, and we've done just well Ayurvedically, uh, people living hundreds or <laughs> dozens of years, many decades, over a hundred years uh, in cultures that have very little access to Western medicine. You know, there's the basic things like making sure you got good health, good quality food and uh, clean environments and things like this. But people who just do the basic things, if you look at people who lived to over a hundred years old, there's a great book about this called Blue Zones. And uh, what they do, they, just, they eat simple, they don't eat a ton of food, they get some exercise every day, and they have great relationships and interconnection with people. And this is a very important thing to consider with all these restrictions of Saturn this year. Now Venus moving into Leo this week. So Venus, the energy of relationships, love, connection. Now in the fire sign of Leo, which wants to be more prominent and more visible, this is a very good time this week to emphasize time with friends, quality time with friends, socializing. With Mars going backwards, not the best time to be too independent. With Mars getting out of Aries this week, Mars in Aries is very independent, ambitious, and driven, and what can I do? How can I achieve? But it goes back into Pisces, which is a water sign, and it's more interested in how can we connect, and what can we do? What can we achieve together? So connecting with friends, networks, peers, allies, people that you have associated with that maybe you haven't had much friend time this year, socializing, finding some way to connect if it's on Zoom or in person or if you're doing social distancing, whatever it is that allows you to get a little more socializing and a little more connection with others. Connection is so important in all of the modern research we look at and all the uh, studies of these people who live long, healthy lives well into their old age, they have strong relationships and strong connections to others. So this week is a great time to reinforce those connections with Mercury and Libra as well. So the planet of communication and information technology and the sign of Libra, which is about harmony and connection. The sun is in Hasta Nakshatra in Virgo. It's a great time to be doing some sort of healing work, specifically healing in your relationships. Jupiter's still in Sagittarius with Pluto. This is the time of refining and reconnecting to your hope and optimism of what you would like this year to look like the rest of the year. Right? We've got three more months, one more quarter together in 2020, and it's been a very challenging year. And uh, again, the, the media, and I, again, I have uh, connections in people with the media, and I say this with great reverence and respect for people in the media, but of course, it's a business, and of course, they've got to respond to shareholders and advertisers. And a lot of those people, those advertisers, are not peddling uh, natural remedies and herbs and, and just getting good sleep and drinking lots of water and exercise, right? So there's not a lot of money to be made in focusing on that. So if you look at the headlines, it's always what's going to get the most views and clicks. And... You know, it's important to sleep eight hours a day is not very sensational or interesting for the average person. Uh, so Jupiter and Sagittarius is right now reminding us, what do we value? What do we believe? What are we following? Who are our teachers? And really emphasize some time each day with those teachers. Again, a personal example is I read from the Upanishads every morning or some sort of source text of yoga. Right now it's the Upanishads. 
the, the wisdom in there is powerful and really simple and not very complex, but it's the source of all these uh, yogic teachings that I teach and practice. So going back to some source texts, I love the Tao Te Ching. You might like the Kabbalah, the Quran, uh, you know, so, some sort of uh, sacred text, the Bible, uh, whatever it is for you, that's like, this is my spiritual bedrock. And come back to that foundation of spirituality. And what do you really believe? And all the activity of the day-to-day, -day, that's all mercury. That's the intellect of trying to keep the mind stimulated and the moon always changing. That's the mind and the emotions. So everything in like social media and the news, it's going to be very quick changing and very sensational to get our attention. And it works to the extent that we allow it to. So what we might have to do is turn off those devices or put them aside in at least just five minutes of your day, reconnect to your true values and beliefs and read a book or talk to a teacher. And especially this time, talk to a friend, right? And Saturn going forward says, okay, what have you learned from all these restrictions and setbacks? And what kind of routines do you want to create? So I like to use a morning timer and this might be a little too rigid for some of you, and that's okay. Uh, or I'll give you a couple options here. So the more rigid version is you write down the sort of five, ten things you want to do in the morning. Get up, brush your teeth, maybe do some yoga, stretching, maybe some meditation, maybe exercise, maybe journal, write, maybe read, uh, maybe time with your pets or your kids or your family, uh, maybe just going for a walk. Uh, drinking water. It's very important first thing in the morning to drink some water, especially uh, a little bit of lemon water or lime water to get your digestion started for the day. Great for immune system. And then starting your day, maybe planning things out in a planner or a journal. Uh, but whatever you do, not starting the day in reactive mode of checking your phone, which the majority of people do now. And as Jay Krishnamurti says, it's no measure of health to be well-adjusted to a profoundly sick society. And more and more right now, what's happening is uh, this idea of like, if you, if you think of uh, crabs and boiling water, maybe you've heard this metaphor, where uh, the way that you the crabs are cooked is they're put in water that's just slowly increased in temperature, little by little. Otherwise, they would jump out and they would all rush out together and it'd be very difficult to cook them. Right. Terrible metaphor in a way, uh, not, don't wanna be harming animals, but this is how it works. And you slowly increase the temperature in the pot. And what happens is one of the crabs starts to notice, wait a minute, what's happening here? This isn't safe, we're gonna die. I'm gonna get out of this pot. And it starts to climb up. But all the other crabs, they want to stay together. They like to be close together and connected. So that one that's trying to get away to save its life is now being pulled back in by the other ones who don't want to be disconnected, which is very healthy and normal to stay connected, but it's not healthy and normal to stay connected in a situation that is causing harm, right? So this is kind of what's happening in our Western society right now, unfortunately. Uh, so much of what we see in the news and media is a distortion of reality where people are trying to pull you back into the boiling pot over and over again. And you might be aware of that and trying to get out of the pot, but by participating and engaging in these conflicts and these polarizing debates about politics and all these issues, it's always going to be 
uh, option A versus option B, and never a discussion of, wait a minute, why are we having this debate of option A versus option B? What are other possibilities? There's an infinite possibility of options. But more and more, everything in the media is trying to polarize people into A versus B. And anything that's outside of that is not even offered or option an option to discuss, uh, and it's dismissed. So we want to notice if that we get pulled into that and checking our devices and getting into these debates and polarized opinions and try to find another perspective and even try to find how the other person, if you think option A is the way to go, uh, doing this idea of like steel manning of trying to argue for option B. How is this other person right? Right. And this understanding, this is Mercury in Libra. This is our uh, Mercury energy of communication and Libra finding the balance of how is this other person right? And Venus in Leo of prioritizing relationships and not prioritizing herself, right? The idea of do you want to be right or do you want to be connected? So finding a way to be connected but not sucked into the harmful debates and disconnection and divisiveness that's happening in the world and coming back to our wholeness and our innate wholeness. And this is what the Upanishads teach over and over again, that underneath all these ups and downs and these experiences, there is a wholeness and interconnection in all of us. The Brahman or the true human experience, the true universal experience underneath all of these ups and downs, we are deeply interconnected. And how would the world change if we engage with others in our lives from that perspective? So I encourage you to start your day intentionally. Saturn this past several months has been kicking our asses to say, uh, you know, here we're going to take away all your structures, all your things that you think are solid and foundational with Saturn and Capricorn and make you reevaluate them. So what have you learned? What kind of routines do you want to create? In the more rigid approach, you set a timer. So you've got, okay, 10 minutes to do this, five minutes to do that, 30 minutes to do this, and that's my morning routine. Or more flexible is just having a list of options. So you know, okay, these are the things I might like to do in my morning routine, and I've got a list of them I can reference, and you can use some of my examples and build on that. And then when you wake up, kind of feel into which one of these feels most inspiring to do first. Then once you've done that, which one feels inspiring to do next? So you're going by intuition and feeling and less by a structure. But if you like the structure, try it out. Try it for a month. See how it goes. Either way, I think it's very important to have some sort of structure right now. And with Mars going backwards, not the best time to initiate completely new things if you can avoid that, but to refine and improve upon things that you've already started this year and initiated and taking the focus from me to we. Find time for connection, friendship, sharing, and coming back to your teachings and the truth that you know to be true. And again, with K2 and Rahu now, and K2 and Scorpio, Rahu and Taurus, there's this increased energy and focus on stability and structure, wealth and assets with Rahu and Taurus. And with K2 and Scorpio, this increased interest in what's under the surface of things. What are, what are my motivations? What are some of the secrets and mysteries of life? And one thing I'm exploring right now is learning more about mixing herbs and oils and these things that are more under the surface, more in the background of the world, but that can lead to more spiritual experiences, right? If we uh, use lavender oil before bed, right? It helps us get into more of this state of rest and relaxation. And to me, it feels like 
connecting to source. So using certain oils or herbs at certain times can have a certain effect that's beyond just the physical. And looking into things like that is an example of K2 and Scorpio. I'll share more soon. But for now, that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed this reading and found it helpful. And if you want to work with me in yoga classes, meditation classes, Quiet Mind membership is open right now, the last couple of days to enroll before it closes. Quietmind.yoga slash membership or click the link in the show notes. And thank you for listening and hope you have a great rest of your week.